You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. It's it's been a couple days, Anna. <laughs> we had a good reason. It's a couple days. More like a couple weeks, right? Yes. <laughs> Anyway, there's been a lot going on, uh, and I think the most recent thing, I just posted an article on the weekend. I I had no idea. I mean, I posted this thing. I stayed up late at night, posted it like, I don't know, two in the morning or something crazy like that. On Sunday. Went to bed and woke up and boom, it was like uh, a pile of comments and incredible comments. Your your words really touch people's hearts, and I think that's that's what it is, and Plus, that picture is pretty special. Well, and, what, and what it was is uh, we're foster parents, and we've been foster parents for, we've been licensed for two and a half years. I guess we started oh. the process almost yeah. three years ago. Yeah, we started the process. Oh, well, two and a half years we've been licensed, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, we we did the classes before that right. and did all that stuff. Three so months been of classes. Part of this whole mindset, <laughs> this whole... For about three years. Yeah, yeah. almost three years, right? And, uh, and it's been tremendous. It's been... Heart wrenching, gut wrenching. It's been. I blame all my gray hair, <laughs> which is only like five. Strings. I don't have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the stuff coming then, out of my ears. And, and then nose all days. my wrinkles. I blame but it, it it's, all it's in been being an foster incredible parents. Experience. It's also been tremendously rewarding at it times. It really has. Um, yes. I mean, we can go. I will go more into that foster experience, I guess, in a minute. We've learned so much. Yeah, and, and had we've a lot grown of, as as. It, it, it either make you grow together as a couple yeah. or it completely breaks it will, you. Yeah, and, I'm, and I mean that. It will either destroy your marriage or it will make it incredibly stronger depending on how you deal with the stresses, but the stresses will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, we're foster parents. We've got, we've had all together now, I think nine kids come and go at various times for various lengths of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, some for a couple of days, some for just visits, some yep. for different things, but... Uh, we've had one. Nonetheless, you you will never forget any of them. Like oh, you gosh, just no. don't forget. You know, no. it's, you're always wondering are, where they're at now yes. and if they're okay. And right. But we've had uh, Jesse. Uh, it's his nickname is Jesse. Yeah. His real name is Kwamein. And for a long, long time, we kind of hid that for for security reasons. Yes. But, uh, We're finally allowed. Yeah. To we say won't it. go. We won't go into that. But we'll, <laughs> his his uh, his real birth name is Kwamein. His nickname is Jesse. We call him Jesse, and the world knows him as Jesse. But. Um, We've had Jesse now. We got him at four and a half months old, and we've had him we for it. coming up to two and a half years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting pretty close to two and a half years. So, uh, and then for a while last year, we got a call. As the article says, I posted this article on my website, goodlightunscripted.com. It's called Coming Home. If you want to, please go read it. Um, it, was, it was the end of March last year, so almost a year ago. Almost a year ago, uh, we get a call. Mm-hmm. about uh, these two little girls. Yep. Um, and what had happened is they had come into care at one point, uh, were taken from biological mom, uh, went to a foster family. That foster family had them for seven months. Something like that. Yeah. Seven to ten months, something yep. like that. And then, uh, and now in there somewhere, I think the second girl was born. Right. I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway, that, that, how it all works is, Went to the foster family for about seven months and then were moved to an uncle uh, out of state. Out of state, yeah. And they, uh, they were there for a year. They were there for a year. They were taken out of there because of some Ex- really horrendous bad yes. accusations. Those poor little girls went through just about everything two little girls could go through and still survive mm-hmm. for that year. Uh, and we got a phone call. Yep. And uh, it was critical. The police were there. 
the uncle was being arrested mm-hmm. and the girls needed to get out of there and they needed a place. We had uh, what we call, we are licensed for th- three mm-hmm. at the time. Yep. We only had one, so they gave us a call. Uh, we said yes, and it was a matter of hours, I guess. We went to the airport. Went to the airport, picked them up. In it was it was nighttime. It was nine thirty, I think. At yeah. Night. yeah, and we brought them home. And and as I wrote in the article, you know, it, it wasn't lost on either one of us. The, you know, these are two little kids. Right. Imagine being two years old, one and two, and we were their fourth set of parents somebody took them from their home, home. that they had there for the last two strangers year. pick them up yep. put them in an airplane you know first of all there's all the kerfuffle with the police and everything like that right the police had to come and right. somebody deserved to be arrested and dragged off yeah um prior to that there was violence and stuff like that so imagine just that whole thing then two strangers come and load you into a car drive you to an airport and fly somewhere part way across the country yeah <laughs> And you arrive there at 9.30 or whatever at night, and then there's two other people waiting there, and you get into their car and you start driving. in the On the drop-off zone, like not inside the airport. No, no, no. We like picked that. them up at the pickup zone. Yeah. You know, the workers had to get home to their families, and we just took the girls, and we start driving off into the darkness with them. And right. just imagine how terrified you'd be. And yeah. so we took them home, got settled in our house. And uh, and they lived with us for seven months. Yeah. And uh, and in that time, it was hard. It was <laughs> probably the hardest. I won't say the hardest seven months of my life. <laughs> it was pretty up there. <laughs> but it was the hardest. Some of the hardest seven months of our I, parenting I, life. I think that um, even all the classes that we take to prepare us to be foster parents and everything else, um, you know, when you take a child with that much fresh trauma yeah and well, fresh it, or old trauma but this was fresh or old this but was certainly acute yeah. yeah um it doesn't like in our minds we were so naive to think they're one and two how bad can mm-hmm. this be right and it was pretty bad. Yeah, we found out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the reason why we had them for that length of time, what was what what had happened is, you know, they got them out of that situation. That was critical. And then of course they they, they had nobody else in the world. They no, don't have any biological. No, nobody else in the planet. And so what happened is they, uh, well, almost nobody. Yeah. And uh, and so what happened is they did the backstory and they realized that you know after they investigated a little bit they realized that there was a former foster family. Now, that former foster family used to live in Las Vegas. They moved to Minnesota. Right. And so it's not a simple process of just bringing their their Clark County kids. So they had to come back to Las Vegas. And then they have something called an ICPC that has to be done by a judge to get the kids moved. To Minnesota. They're going to go out of the state. And so So they called them. They called the foster parents and said, hey, your girls are back in care. Do you want to adopt them? Because right now there's nobody else. They said yes. So... Okay, go ahead, start your paperwork, and we'll put them in a foster home in Las Vegas. And when all the paperwork's done, you you should take about two months. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to bash on anybody <laughs> here, but a simple process that should take... Well, finally, in the end, when Anna, finally, when it was getting... So everybody agreed these kids were going to Minnesota. So this process, quote-unquote process, supposedly starts. Yeah. And we're months and months into this, and nothing's happening, and nothing's happening, and nothing's happening. And The no, kids are getting attached to us. The kids are getting attached, so it's going to be even more traumatic for them to leave now. And, and the big thing is, is that they both needed therapy. Right. Uh, 
trauma therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy. They needed the whole gamut, right? Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't be provided for us because they weren't a permanent placement because they were trying to move them. Right. Uh, and so the frustration level for us trying to look out for these kids because uh, without any help. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and the kids needed that help critically. I mean, and it was, we need help to help them so we can help them. We need to know <laughs> right. what to do. Right. Right. And, and so anyway, uh, finally, Anna just uh, <laughs> did what Anna does and got on the phone literally every day for a couple of weeks. weeks yeah. yeah. Just got on the phone, just harassing the crap out of people every day. And then we found out that the per the person in Minnesota government worker uh hadn't even started hadn't even started it and we're seven months in and we're waiting to go and nothing had even been started so long story short anna gave them an ultimatum and within 48 hours the girls were on an airplane and they were going somewhere so they're and forever so, home yeah. yeah so anyway they went up there and and uh and this was supposed to be an adoption we were never going to see them again it was horrible jesse went through hell like it was horrible it was just so painful to watch him uh, deal with the loss of his yeah. little sisters and especially Emma because him and Emma were just glued together, right? Yeah. And you can read about it again on that article, goodlightunscripted.com. It's called Coming Home. And I, I described it as best I could. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, uh, all of this happened and we never expect to see the girls again. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then and then a few days ago, I was saying, yeah, I wonder how the girls are doing. We should check and see, you know? Mm -hmm. And oh no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. And it wasn't even two weeks after that. We got an email. And it gets, uh, yeah. well, you got a Terry, call. Te uh, Terry has one of those feelings like, hey, Anna, I was thinking, why don't you <laughs> reach out to the, you know, to the supervisor and just... Check on them, you know, make sure they're okay and that the adoption is going through okay. Just just make sure that they know <laughs> that, you know, something goes wrong. We are there for them. And I'm like, Terry, do you remember the last seven months? <laughs> 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 and he's like, yeah, but, you know, and uh, I'm like, you know what? I had this, the exact same yeah. feeling. And, and then we get you get this call and you're yeah. talking to them. And what happened is things did not work out in Minnesota. Right. They needed to move the kids right away. And Within asked, five days. Yeah, and they asked us if we would... <laughs> Fly out there. Yeah. We should, we should have dragged it out seven months and said... <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we'll be right on yeah, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it right away. Yeah. <laughs> get the coffee on. We'll uh, be right there. We were so ready to go get yeah, them because so, we know that if something doesn't work out, yeah. you better get them out yeah, of there. Yeah, because they're living in hell, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, everybody would be living in hell. Right. And so, uh, and I think these were fundamentally good people, but uh, it, it, it didn't work out. I'm not going to go into the details of that, but yeah. long story short, uh, and and right away, I think our reaction was, "Are you freaking kidding me?" But right after all that, <laughs> yeah, because they were there for four and a half months, almost five months, for them to realize that wasn't going to work out. Well, and and here's here's the thing, and and you brought up a great counterpoint this morning, mm -hmm. and what it was is, you know, before we rush to judgment. Yeah. Uh, and, and what you're saying is, you know, this is what we were thinking at first, you know, yeah. but w you processed it and, and it was uh, profound, I thought. And, and what it was is, you know, they had these kids when they were very young, like Emma was just born, just born. Katie was just a little, little girl. Right. Yeah. And then they went for a year up in Hell Mountain. With right. Crazy with uncle. uncle. Yeah. 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 With, uh, and and then they come from there. They come to us for seven months, for seven months. And. And so then they go to them. They're not even the same kids anymore. Not at all. A completely different value system, completely right. different experiences. They've been right. traumatized now. Right. Uh, you know, which really they hadn't been that 
No, they hadn't been traumatized at all at no, that point because I mean, they, they just had neglected and stuff right. like that. But they're not traumatized, and now yeah. in up when they went with the uncle, they were very badly traumatized. Right. Almost anything you can imagine. Yeah, and uh, and so they're just not the same kids. And so they got them thinking they were getting their kids back. Right, but they're completely different kids. And yeah. to their to their defense, you know, they're just not equipped. They've got a small child of their own that has special needs, and. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot, and so so I don't fault him. I, I um, at first I was I was pretty angry, right? <laughs> uh, because I felt bad for the girls, but then I thought, you know what? Better to be honest mm-hmm. rather than overextend yourself and do it out of pride or something like that, right? And then and, not give them a good life, yeah. right? And so the thing is, is they came back here. Now you got there, and and as I wrote in the article, Emma always lets her big sister take the lead. So Emma's always quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, you flew to Minnesota. Yeah. Um, they were dropped Flo- off at the curb. Flew out in the morning, got them at the curb. Got them at the curb <laughs> and then took them into the airport. Yeah. But Katie was concerned about about what happens now. Right. And you talked to her about that. Yeah. Uh, so she, in her three-year-old language, you know, she was just basically concerned if she was coming back um, here just for a little while or if she was going to go back there again and soon to find out and I reassured her that now she was coming home forever you know soon to find out when we got home the the relief yeah in them to be home which is like it's so sad because yeah. no kid should have to be grateful right to be home and 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 she also asked if we were going to be there. She asked me like, "Can can I call you mommy again?" And I'm yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is a it, three-year-old little girl. It broke my heart. But you know, she has called four different people, mommy and daddy, right, yeah. or eight different people. Because, <laughs> um, and so it, it's it's so heartbreaking, and and that's our number one focus now, and. Um, with, with therapy, point. which now they're going to get and, uh, you know, with their help and, and everything like that is just create that sense of security because they don't have that. They, they never know. And she told me the other day, she said, mommy, I went on the airplane twice. So of course she doesn't remember the other time. And she goes, one time you took me to the airport and then the next time you went to get me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's just breaking my heart. <laughs> but um, so they are back. And one of the things that last year we had a lot of problems with is that Katie, being the oldest, um, she wanted to control the environment. Well, the thing is. And then she was ve- she was a bully to to Jesse. She was very physically abusive, very, very, very controlling, and manipulating very manipulative. And, and, and what it was is, again, uh, and just bear in mind that when they were in Minnesota, they were able to get the girls evaluated. And Katie is an extreme case. She She's gets considered special needs now. Right. And so she gets the highest level of uh, therapy, therapy that trauma is ava- therapy, is trauma therapy that's available. So just bear in mind, that's what she has been through. It's and not your mind, regular toddler fights. No. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I've talked to people before and they're oh, like, that's what all kids do. At yeah, that age. It's like, no, no, you don't understand. Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, like when, when we were trained to get our foster license, we had an exceptional trainer. Beth. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and so we learn about, and then part of you, you learn all about trauma and how it presents itself. And so 
a kid doing something that has not been traumatized and a kid doing the exact same thing that's been traumatized means two different things. Means two very different things. Yeah. They're markers for different things. And so uh, other people look and say, well, that's not that. That's just what kids do. And it's like, no, you don't understand. Right. You know, and, yeah. and they don't understand. Right. You know, but the, the, the point is, is that we saw what we saw. It, it was very bad. Yeah. Workers saw what we saw and everybody knew it had to happen. And so anyway, they're going to get the therapy that they need now. And But but the beauty, and that's something we prayed, you know, so much the, the days since we got the call to me going and getting them is like, how is Katie going to re- yeah. relate to Jesse at and this point? And how's it going to impact Jesse? Because right. he started to regress before dealing with her. Dealing right? with her and her bullying and like that. He yeah. started to regress. I mean, Jesse also has all kinds of therapy be- for different yeah, he's reasons. He's got three therapists. Right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, it's amazing when, when God puts <laughs> in your heart to answer a calling, um, we get home, we get to the airport and immediately Jesse and Emma run to each other and hug and Katie runs to Terry and hugs. And then, and I'm like, okay, phase one done, you know, let's see. <laughs> and then, I told Jesse, I'm like, did you see Katie? And she comes back and they run to each other and they hug and they haven't stopped playing together since. And I, I, that night at the airport and I describe it in the article, but that night in the airport, it it was was amazing. I came there with Jesse. Yeah. Flight was delayed. So we were waiting at baggage claim for quite a while. Right. And he's, he's telling him that Katie and Emma are coming back home. And so he's, Looking for him, like where are they? Well, right. they're not here yet. So he's wandering, like Jesse, right? Yeah. He just can't sit still. So anyway, uh, and then he saw you guys, and he just started screaming, right? KDM, 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 mommy, mommy, mommy. And he ran there. They had the big hug, and then, and then it was just mayhem, right? They were running all, all around of baggage their feelings, claim. all that was all pent up. It had to come out, and and there was nobody else that existed as far as they were concerned, right? There, and there were some people that were annoyed, just like. <laughs> you know, lady, get your kids under control. Right? right. And it was just like, you know, they just, you know, you just don't understand. Right. And, and, and the cool thing, the really cool thing, there was that older couple there mm-hmm. and, uh, um, and Jesse is African-American. This was a, a mixed couple. Right. And, uh, and the lady mentioned, you know, is, are they foster, you know, and, and some people will ask that. Yeah. And it's not really a polite thing to ask. Yeah. But you know, you always it, have it wasn't done in yeah, a, it's not done yeah. in a malicious yeah. way, but she was a former foster parent. So right. she just saw she something recognized. there that the average person wouldn't see. Right. And then of course you explained, you know, you can't tell the story, but you can touch on the basics. Right. And so you touched on the basics and of course it was very emotional time and other people started they were to see crying, this. Yeah. Other people started to see this and then ah, okay, this is something different and special. Yeah. And it was just so cool. And so when they when we were leaving, there's lots of smiles and right. and like that. And then we brought the kids home and it was just they played until eleven thirty at night. Eleven thirty that night they, they played. collapsed. And yeah. when I say played, they weren't sitting there, you know, quizzically staring at Legos they were running like wild maniacs, and laughing laughing tackling Joe. each other hugging each other it was amazing yeah and it went like that for a couple of days and then finally I think everybody just got tired <laughs> <laughs> mostly me <laughs> and now now we're into kind of like it just a flow right yeah 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 but it's just um it's a lot different I think a lot of what's helped is when you're a foster parent at least in Clark County you get constant training Yep. Right, constant training, video training, and stuff like that. Hours and hours and hours of videos and yep. stuff like that, and that's helped us so, so, so much. Yeah, yeah, it but, really um, did. Which w- was actually an eye opener. Is like, 
okay, because we didn't have the therapist to help us and we really didn't have a lot of extra help with no. with Katie. And then watching these videos and preparing for them were like, okay, these are new. And they were all new videos from the year before when I did yeah. all the training. We did all the training. Um, so it's like, okay, let's try this. Let's try this. And it's been working so well. And a real godsend, too, has been the, the workers that are handling this case. Now, we've had bad workers. I mean... <laughs> Uh, we probably got the we worst. We probably got the worst. <laughs> worst. We, we, okay, yeah. we got we got problems. But anyway, uh, but with the girls, we've got this A absolutely amazing yeah. worker. I mean, yeah. she came here on her day off in her personal car. It's incredible. Because she cared about the girls right. that much and she wanted to make sure we had everything we needed to get yeah. started. Um, you know, financially, uh, you know, we, ha we have our own business. <laughs> We're right in the middle of, of a, you know, a great big changes in our business expansion. Yeah. We ran ourselves thin. No, we, we were not financially ready for this no. and there's no provision for us. We no. get them. We get paid later and it's hardly enough to cover the basics. The basics. And no, so and the thing is, is that Jesse was so upset after they left that we actually disassembled the cribs and all that. And we turned into an off and a home office. Yeah, for and we Terry. got rid of a lot of stuff because we never <laughs> intended that to be We're like, you know what? This is too hard on him and on us. So let's just stick focus you know, on him focus on him until his, his case, case resolved resolved and then we'll decide where we go from there yeah. and uh and we were firm on that, <laughs> that I, is i'm not pretty sure changing. the day before we had literally, that conversation literally <laughs> a couple like, days before we, okay Anna, like, there's listen, no way we have to focus on our business our marriage our son yeah let's just work on our life let's right. just get it centered on and he is his case is a big mess right now i mean we don't even get started but it's like okay this takes a lot of energy you know, we just don't have any to spare with yeah. any other kids. With Jesse's case, it's kind of like, what could the worst case scenario be? <laughs> yeah. And that's where we're at right now. So uh, I got to laugh not to cry. Yeah. But uh, so so it's just like, let's consolidate. And then we got the call about the girls and there's no, I mean, there's no hesitation. Right. You know, some people have said, well, do you want to take that on, you know, right, right now? And, right. and it's like, okay, well, let's just flip that question over and say, okay, so what would I do? Things get resolved here at some point in time with Jesse. It doesn't go on forever right yeah and so it gets resolved and then you know it would be nice to go i'd like to go see europe again I'd like go see family in brazil and in canada and yeah like that i'd like to sleep in a little bit so <laughs> so we took these two little girls who literally do not have a human being alive in the world that cares about them or knows where they are right and so i would trade their life then to sleep in and right save money on some plane tickets right it's like how how could you even how can you say how no? Could you not, how could you consider anything but yeah taking them? You know? And 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 having said that, we've 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 already signed up for this foster parent thing, right? <laughs> right. We said we were doing this. So how do you either you would, do it or you don't? How would you say no? Yeah. You know what I mean. And and that's the thing. Um, you know, and the reason why people said that is because they knew the challenges that we had. Oh, they knew what we're going through. With, you know, with, yeah. with with the girls, and you know, like how how hard this, those seven months were on right. all of us, uh, including our marriage, you and know. the answer and to that is God. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I, I don't know how we're going to do it either. You know, we, it's going to be this next month is going to be the, probably the toughest month we've had since <laughs> we've been together. Financially, business wise, right. Jesse's case, it's the girls. Like, it, it, I mean, it, I, I, we've not had, we've not faced a challenge like this ever. But, 
I look at them and how happy they are to be home. And you know what she tells me every day? She says, um, Mommy, I miss my puppy so much. Like she missed Bell and Ellie. And she's like, I I think they missed me too. You know, and it's like, (laughs) oh, of course they missed you. And um, she missed her school. Like things that you take for granted. And uh, in a kid, you know, when you were one, two, three, four. And I always say that in, in, in relation to other things like food and activities is like, they don't know anything other than what you expose them to. Right. Right. And so if you keep your kid at home with you all the time and you feed them juice and popcorn all day or whatever, that's all they know. They are not going to the store and, and buying their food and like that. But these kids, they got to live a life with us where Katie is extremely social. That's one thing. Right. So she was going to school every day. She was going to the beach. We go to California often. You know, she had her puppies, she, all this. And then we go out there for work, but then we stretch it out a day. Right. And, and we take them to the beach. And and then all of a sudden that all got taken away. Yeah. And she went to live in a place that she can't even go. That was her first question. She's like, mommy, there's no snow. Can I go in the backyard? Yeah. Because and then I'm like. They well, have, they're having a horrible winter up there. They are. Right? And, you know. And so they went from here where you could be outside every day. And then, and then that, it, like, we don't think about those things. Mm-hmm. But it's like her life changed drastically mm-hmm. overnight. And it's not that it was better or worse, but it's so different. She, she didn't want that, you know. And so she wanted the things that she was used yeah. to. And so it makes sense now where at the time... We were so focused on, you know what, they knew them from before, they are, and I think we were focused too, like, okay, if that was Jesse, that we had him for this long, he went with a family member, came back, and we are in a different state, I would want so badly to, like, expedite Mm -hmm. his coming home to us, Sure, you know, and so I was really focused on that aspect, and then now getting like her side of the story or mm-hmm. the, I was like, okay, God did this right. Mm-hmm. And in a way I, you know, not that well, you want that for a child, but she got perspective. Right. She got perspective of what she Katie, had you're here. You're talking about Katie. Katie. Yeah. Katie did. Even Jesse did because, you know, he, he used to. Lost just, his playmates. He just, he's a boy and he just, <laughs> if he can pick a fight, he'll pick a fight just to antagonize his sisters. Right. right? And so. You know, combine that with everybody's trauma. He's boogers out of his nose and, and following around house. Him yeah. around the yeah, house. Yeah, chasing around the house with it. You know? So that's the normal yeah, toddler thing. her own boogers <laughs> on her fingers, but being chased by a She was eating them this morning. I know. That's your job. <laughs> I, okay. I was talking to her. I keep she them just safe. I, I do the cooking and the cleaning. She looks at me. She just smiles. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And then I got Katie eating peanut butter out of the... like or- Organic peanut butter. <laughs> Because we don't want anything going into their bodies that isn't healthy and good yeah. for them, right? And from, I think Jesse put it under the table. I guess the boogers are organic, right? <laughs> so no. I'm cleaning the table and, you know, she's short. So she's looking under and she's like, scoops it out with her finger and puts it in her mouth. And then she tells me, mommy, I just found some peanut butter. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm like you don't need to eat it from anywhere other than the plate because we have more there's no more but 
you know, that's yeah. that's where they're at. I think right now it's just they're just really enjoying each other. They're a little bit older. Um, you know, we've got um, a little bit different approach. You know, because we know we know therapy's coming. You know, we know we know they're going to be here. We've learned and new we things. Will, we have we have a there's a six week period now that it's going to be six months or not weeks six months consecutive that they're with us. In that time, we'll get all of their support in place. Yep. The therapy, their medical, their dental. Again, I mean... Before the adoption is finalized. I took six Q-tips worth of earwax out of Katie's head when they got here. You know, so, so I mean, all this stuff. She's got a, a tooth problem that she had when she left here that was going to get fixed up there and never well, got fixed. Well, she had that tooth problem when she came to us. She, she came to us. I took her to the dentist. This is Foster. I took her to the dentist. She has four cavities. Because she is, you know, a foster kid... A judge has to sign a paper. Yeah, we for can't just take him to the dentist and get the cavities filled. Right. So a judge has to sign a paper for her to be put under and the cavities get fixed. It took months, months well, to get this get it paper. Until just before they left. So the week before they left, I got the paper and I'm like, okay, they're moving to their new house. They can, she can just go and get it there. So now we get them back and I hear. That she was never taking. She was never taking. Yeah. Dentist. So anyway, she's gonna go now, yeah. and so we got to get dentists sorted out, <laughs> doctors sorted out. We got to get them, you know, get them up on the hoist. And sure have I okay. said that we have a business that it, we just oh. revamped and <laughs> we took our business, turned it upside down, changed the whole entire business model. It's a much better business model. We can do way more for our customers, but but it requires a whole other. Oh letter. my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. So. E- if you want so to know why we haven't been around for social podcast. media. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we kind of went dark there for a while. But but uh, no, it's actually pretty good. And I, it, for me, I'm just happy. You know, and that's the thing. You know, I never went into this foster parent thing with any other agenda other than giving whatever kids came into our life the best life possible. And, and so... That's and always my also, greatest fear. It's my and, greatest fear with Jesse. It's my knew, greatest fear with the girls. Right. And now, now the girls, we will adopt the girls. It's yeah. just we we got to wait until this process right. runs, uh, its, runs the clock. And then... You know, we, what we always said to each other before we started the process is any kid that comes into our home as a foster kid, um, they all have a case plan and a case and blah, blah, blah. But if we get to the point where they need to be adopted, we are adopting them. We are, yes. we are not just... We're a, not going to go all that way and then send them off to somebody send else. Send them to off adopted. to a stranger. Yeah. And, and that's the whole thing is that they are, they're part of our family. Right. You know, if, uh, if something, God forbid, ha- happened to my brother or a cousin or whatever and their kids needed a place, they are coming here. Right. You know, it doesn't matter if uh, they have behavior problems or like that. I'm we not going to... Right, we'll sort it out. And so that's the same thing. When, when we said yes to that call, they became a part of our family. Right. And so come on home. Right. You know. Yeah. So, so it's been great. It's been really, really exciting. It's been, uh, again, the year of, uh, w- you know, when, when, the, when we're done with the girls and Jesse's case is resolved. And I hesitate saying this publicly because <laughs> God, God always hits me oh, over the head and Terry. makes me into a liar. Oh, Terry. Yeah. Are you going to say learn. it? <laughs> Because, okay. I would prefer that we bring our foster p- 
parenting <laughs> odyssey to a close. But if God has another plan for us, fine. You know we're going to be getting a call. Oh, man. <laughs> and it's like, no, Terry has a way of saying things um, I'm never that doing this. start with, I'm never doing this again and whatever that is god brings to him yeah Yeah. god brings to me so yeah so i'd like to be a foster parent well into my hundreds (laughs) (laughs) which isn't that far from now (laughs) you know i just want to enjoy the last you know few years of my life being a foster parent 40 years yeah i like that as many toddlers as we can jam into this house as possible Because toddlers, it's the best years. Yes. Between one and four is a delight. Yeah. The conversations actually are really, really good. I mean, at this age, they're talking to you, right? You have no idea what they're saying, but they're talking to you. Okay. Nonstop. (laughs) Nonstop. And uh, and, and you. This morning at breakfast, Jesse was like, Daddy, how are you? Yeah. (laughs) And then you would say, I'm good. Thank you. Mommy, how are you? And then he went on <laughs> yeah, back and forth. How are you forth. today? How are you today? How are you yeah. today? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pretty funny, but it's it's but pretty it's great because awesome. like we're going to miss this so much when they're is, older. I'm sneaking up on 60. I'll be 60 this June, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got buddies retiring and dying <laughs> and all this kind you of know, stuff. You know, the boarding and, life. Yeah, you know what I mean? And and but But I look at it and I go like, man, I wouldn't trade a second with these kids because it really... Yeah, we don't get as much sleep as I like to get, you know, but it's every day, you know, you're going to be laughing your butt off, you know, your heart's going to get broken, you know, you're going to be at your limit with your patience, you know, (laughs) it's just like every emotion. So we don't have to watch TV, right? We get all the drama we need right here with these little guys, right? But it's so fun and they're so happy and so thankful when you do anything for them. I know. You know what I mean? I came home with some bag of trail mix last night and Katie almost came to tears because we bought trail mix for her right. it was for my lunch but right. it, you know obviously if i walked through the door it was for her right of course. <laughs> you know so how can i not give her my trail you know what now? i uh i'm not very picky about food and you know obviously being in this fitness industry for a long time i i eat something every three hours or try to but the last meal of the day i save it for after they're in bed because yeah. there is no eating a meal no. like they want everything that is on your plate, right. you know, and they Between don't understand. Them and the dogs. So you got three toddlers and two dogs <laughs> yes. trying to eat whatever you're eating, right? right. And I'm so like, unless you perch yourself on top of an eight-foot ladder. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? This meal I'm going to enjoy in silence. Uh-huh. And uh, that's that's my routine. And all I want to do is hurry up and get to bed because <laughs> I know I might have to be up right away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the story. We're back to three. The, the good news is that, uh, God willing, the, the way things are looking right now and set up, the girls uh, will be with us permanently. We'll adopt them. Uh, Jesse's case is, is We very, have no idea. Yeah, that's two or three podcasts, and unfortunately, we can't talk about any of it right now. Right. But it is, um, well, if this is a movie, you'd, you'd give it two thumbs down because you'd say it's not believable. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> just about everything has happened. But, uh, and the last we were told is that an adoption would never happen. Yeah, but hey, uh, maybe it's the same thing as well, uh, when you, know, I, you say I, God has yeah, the final say, right? right? God <laughs> has the final say, not anybody else. So we're just working the case, enjoying every second we get with Him, yeah, and loving on Him and building that foundation. And and I know God's got a plan for His life too. So 
Amen. So if you want to read the article, it's uh, goodladunscripted.com. The article is called Coming Home. We'll it's come a, back with more funny stories soon. I'm sure we'll have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll be back in, uh, well, I don't know when. We've been trying to do this more regular. We have to do this at least three times a week. So we're going to be back in a couple of days with another episode of Good Light Unscripted, the podcast. Thank you for listening.